Black, stop playing with him. What's going on, good people? Sauce Talk is here, man. Got another episode for the good people out there, the good boxing fans out there, the good combat sports fans is out there. You know, I don't leave too many stones unturned, you know, when I come on here and I talk. Um, I'm trying to get a little bit more regular, trying to get a little bit more, um, I'd say every day, but every other day, trying to give y'all something. Um... I think that today, what we could talk about is in boxing today, people talk about legacy and how great you are. And people don't realize in today's time of boxing how you can stack some accolades together and be great. But are you great? I mean, let's, let's look at some scenarios in boxing to where, like, you know... They got Commonwealth belts out there, IBF, IBO, WC, WO. There's so many different ways to build up a resume. Um, Ring Magazine, this, that, this, that, this, and the other. You got so many things to boost your resume. To, to where somebody can say, man, I'm a future Hall of Famer and I'm not even 30 years old yet. I'm thinking, I think we've heard somebody like a Teofimo Lopez say that. I think we've heard people like an Adrian Broner say that. I think we've heard people be mentioned in the light of and not say it. Like a Vasily Lomachenko, we hear people like Max Kellerman and say, wow, I mean, the guy has only had nine professional fights, but I have to say he's the greatest fighter of all time right now. Saying the most active. I mean, he, they were saying that pound for pound, number one, Vasily Lomachenko was it because of his Olympic background and amateur record no you know and i look at that through the history of time to say people have gotten some pretty good paydays um in in, in their fights dealing with that scenario of like oh man he's a two division champ oh he was he was the you know title he he you know sometimes people don't fight their mandatory get stripped of the belt people get a belt sometimes people get a vacant match with an easy opponent and win a belt um there's a there's situations where people get moved up in the rankings and things of that nature not knowing the belly of the beast of boxing and that's where people you know get turned off and be like corrupt this and then talk shit about boxing it's just knowing that people do stuff in all phases of all sports i've had that conversation with a good friend of mine uh i would say good content friend of mine as far as you know, we, we link uh, as far as talking about how we do our content and stuff like Alex Anderson. And just like I was trying to tell him whenever we uh, uh, had a conversation about boxing, whenever he wanted to do content on boxing, I was, you know, just kind of just wishing that he would at least put it in the light to where, yeah, you can sit there and say there's some human error. There's some mistakes made. But to sit there and try to cast that boxing is the worst thing in sports and, and that it's so corrupt, and that's why people don't watch, and that's why it's the yeah, it's, it's not good to go at it that way because boxing's still profitable, people still watch it, and you you can't just turn off the casual fans because the hardcore fans already knows what they're in for. 
And if you are a casual turning off other casuals, I'm just not for that at all. Because I can easily go back to the scenarios where even like somebody like a LeBron James, I made this statement on my TikTok, and it just goes to show to be like, look at these games where fouls are not called or called and this, and him having that uh, temper tantrum that he had. People remember that. People remember that. And it's like, LeBron, you're talking about this is why I don't watch boxing no more. It's like, dog, like this is why people don't watch you or the Lakers or basketball in general. Like, you know, people are like, oh, you can't foul them. You can't touch them. People said that about Jordan, Bird, Magic, making the rules up. They made the rules for Jordan. Like, so people still fill up the seats. People still watch basketball. Still people still go to the games. Same thing for football, the script, the NFL script. People still selling out the games. Oh, there's a plant. There's, they put a fan in the, in the in the look at the NFL with their script. People still going and watching. I mean, if you think about it, wrestling should look at it like ah. Uh-huh. People still come and watch us, and everybody know we fake, scripted, gimmick. So I mean, like. People still gonna watch and entertain and listen and, 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 and be all that fandom and all that good stuff. But sports are real, guys. Sports are real. It's real. People go through blood, sweats, and tears. People put their life on hold for things because of that sport. People sit there and make sacrifices, shut people out. People sit there and put so much time. You think it was like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, a story like him, the way he did to win the Olympics, gold medalist. In wrestling, like the things he sacrificed, the things he did to prepare himself, and and you hear people like Floyd Mayweather, like as a kid, six years old, boxing, you know, coming up missing all the good things for kids can do, you know, what I'm saying because he was coming up and living in poverty, poor. So I mean, like he knew the way out. His dad understood. I got to get my son in the gym and get him right. That was the family trade. I mean, a lot of stories are like that. And you got stories like, uh, you know, Fabio. Uh, Worley out there in England who picked up a boxing gloves at 21 years old, walked in the gym at 21 years old, and now he's sitting there beating the undefeated David Adelaide who had a little bit more name than he did. And now here he is in a catbird seat. So boxing definitely can create situations like that, just like the NBA. When Bim Yim are going to the Spurs, that was rigged. If people like to use that word so much, that was planned. That was something where we was like, wow, we know where he's going. The moment I heard he was a Spurs fan, I heard he loved Tony Parker and Tim Duncan was a favorite player, I said, he will be a Spur. The lottery happened, Spur. Spur was in a, Spurs were in such a good spot to just jump and get that number one. I was like, yeah, Detroit, forget about it. Just like... Uh, if you look in a situation like uh, in the NFL, how um, certain little things can go down, you know, uh, a player can get more notice than the other player. Somebody can be really good, but then they're like, I don't know, but this one over here, that happens. You know, people get their story out there a little bit better. People have a little bit more fanfare. You know, somebody like a Gardner Minshew, if he was actual star in the NFL, he would be more captivating than a Justin Herbert, you know? Like if, if Gardner Minshew, a person with his type of shtick and personality and stuff like that and story, 
be a way more captivating thing than Justin Herbert if he was actually really good. I mean, it would be on posters, commercials, and everything. Gardner Minshew, this, 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 this. Selson Blue, whatever. You know, Gardner Minshew. Head and shoulders. What you want to call it? Folgers? You want to call, you know, Kraft? I mean, he would have been on everything. I'm not saying Justin Herbert ain't box office or his name ain't that, but you have to look at the difference of profile. Making your profile. So back to what I was saying, that boxing can be so easy to where somebody could gain some like accolades, some championships here, or a win fight streak, or you know some highlight real knockouts like Tank Davis. But where's your profile? And there's my talk to right in today about people being so upside down with you know YouTube creators and 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 then you know this. Somebody says celebrity boxing. This is not celebrity boxing. Celebrity boxing was something totally different. You had has-been actors and entertainers that needed a quick five to $10,000 and went out there and goofed off for about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> that was celebrity boxing back then. Today, in today's time, it is totally different, man. You got guys, ladies, really training. You got, you got, you got people that really... Are not celebrities, but they're their own. They're their own person that has a following, and that has changed so much to the celebrity where like Hollywood picks you to be famous. You know, we didn't know where Matthew McConaughey came from. We didn't know where Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was in a chicken suit advertising a chicken restaurant. McConaughey was an intern. You know, walked in a the room. They say, "Hey, man, we could use you. You want to be an actor, right? Okay, we're gonna use you this and next. The rest is history." Brad Pitt, same thing, man. You know, people watch the show Entourage. How do you think Vince made it? How Ari found him on a Mementos commercial. It's all about your profile, man. You know, the movie Steve Nebraska, the fan, uh, um, um, the, I can't, the scout, Steve Nebraska, Brendan Fraser, you know, the, the picture that was found and, you know, that, that was a diamond in the rough, but it was just, he was interesting. He was enigma. You know, somebody like that would have just been so famous, you know, because he has a profile, something that people just want to know. A bite of the apple. So when you look at these fighters like a Keyshawn Davis or Frank Martin, you look at these up-and-coming guys like a Ryan Garcia who has that profile, not Frank Martin, not Keyshawn Davis. So when you look at somebody like a Sean O'Malley who calls out Tank Davis because he's looking at it like, well, he's starting to build a bigger profile. He didn't call him out five years ago. He didn't call him out three years ago. He didn't call him out a year ago. He called him out now because he fought Ryan Garcia, the man with the profile. So now we know who Tank Davis is and over the UFC, and he gets called out. And then next thing you know, you have somebody with a lesser than profile, and Shakur Stevenson says, I knocked the fuck out of Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley said, who are you? Who is this dude? So, here lines my thing. Sean O'Malley's profile has a profile. He has a YouTube. He has following. He has a great Instagram, a great TikTok. He gets people laughing. He does a lot of different things in different areas of entertainment, well as kicking people's ass. The new lightweight champ, featherweight champ, excuse me. Or bantamweight. Bantamweight or, 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 or featherweight. I'm, I'm more in boxing than... UFC, the weight class and stuff, they, they killed me. I know middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight, but when it gets lower in the welterweights and all that stuff like that, I'd be getting confused. I'd be thinking they're all lightweights. So I think with Sean O'Malley being that guy with a profile, he was a boxer with that type of boxing would be great. So my thing is, is that why are these hardcore boxing 
you know, people, you know, being around guys that, you know, trying to find the next champ at welterweight, middleweight, or heavyweight, or whatever. Why are you not imploring to these people to build such a thing? Like, you can't just wake up, go to the gym. It's not Rocky no more. This is not George Foreman days. This is not, this is Muhammad Ali times 5,000. Muhammad Ali made himself. Because he built a profile in the most hard, difficult times in black America, even even just America, period. Segregation, you had things were bombings, people walking up to you, shoot, and unknown things that to somebody to realize that I could be something bigger than to make people chill or make people angry, make people want to knock me out, make people want to see me win, be the people's champ. Muhammad Ali was the first person to really do that other than Jack Johnson because people don't remember that. And then you got Joe Lewis, who was another people's champion that I felt that fell to the blind eye of not knowing that I think what Ali kind of fell in that too. I think with the, the times of that, the, the, the 50s and the 60s and coming up in the 70s, that it was just so hard to come ahead, that they were so captivating and so uh, instrumental in what became the future of what we have today, that even they got kicked down. But these people were people champs. They had profiles. They had those things about them. Now, different than Joe Lewis and Ali, Ali had the people, the following of entertainment. Joe Lewis was just like, that's our guy. We need our guy. We, it's at that time, we needed a black champion. That's our guy. So Ali, after already having Jack Johnson, Joe Lewis, and you got Ali coming, you had Sonny Liston being that that quiet, you know, mean, the bear, you know, working behind the mafia, all that stuff like that. That was his profile. So his was... Nothing close to Ali. This guy was loud, brash, talked to anybody the way he wanted to, but it wasn't in a nasty, rude way. It just he was confident. He can go in a crowd of white people and say this, 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 and that at that time, and people not be like, he about to get hung or something like it. No, because he's Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, what he became. And was able to be that all the way even getting everything stripped away, he remained himself until everything came back to him tenfold. It's creating a profile. Nobody's done that since Floyd Mayweather because Roy Jones was before him. Before that, you had, I would at least say, Oscar De La Hoya. You look at the high-profile boxers that keep their name going forever. You got to have the profile. People like that did it late. Bernard Hopkins. You know, look at Canelo Alvarez out there with Steph Curry, you know, boxing. He's the face of boxing because of that. He's doing the golf thing. He's got the beard. He's going to be here, there. He's Canelo Alvarez. Not Tank Davis. Now, Tank Davis is up there. He's box office, but it took Ryan Garcia to get the doors open. Floyd Mayweather was coming up as an undercard and Shane Mosley was out here being the guy. Shane Mosley was the guy with the smile and everything. Ha <laughs> ha. He got the De La Hoya fight and beat De La Hoya. He was on PEDs, but he beat De La Hoya. Then he got to sit there and be that A-side guy. I could do this. And he fought Vernon Forrest and we know what happened. I ain't going to go into that again. But I, my point is, is that having such a profile helps you out 
to where you, a lot of boxers are sitting there saying, well, dude, Jake Paul shit is bullshit. And, you know, Francis Magano getting a chance to fight Tyson Fury. And this is crazy. You got Wilder wanting to fight him and fighting the cage. And it's money. It's a profile. It's all about how you can keep yourself. You know, Deontay Wilder was trying it. You know, he did the hot chip challenge. He was popping up on interviews and stuff like that until he said he was going to kill a man in the ring. And then people were like, okay, I'm gonna turn our turn our heads to this guy real quick. He's a little crazy. You know? Tyson Fury, same way. You know, Caught, profile. The man got a the freaking documentary on Netflix because people wanted to see the Gypsy King and why is he so, you know, yeah, baby. You know, it's the, it's the Gypsy King and I'm going to beat everybody because... That's what people want to see, not, oh, I'm just going to the gym, you know, keep working hard, Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. That took forever to make that fight big, even though the skill, the talent made the fight big, but not themselves. See what I'm saying? Get what I'm saying. The talent and highlights made that fight. Not them. If they were able to make that fight, it would have been a million times bigger. A million times bigger. It's almost kind of like how the Marvels is. The Marvels coming out. Everybody knows the Marvel movies, the Marvels. But the promotion was just terrible. So now when it comes out November the 10th, people that knows it knew it was coming out, but your casual people are like, oh, what is that? That was Earl Spence and, 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 and Terrence Crawford. To the hardcores, it was like, I can't wait. July 31st or July 27th, I think it was. July, July 31st, I can't wait. Take my money. And then you had some people like, who is this Spence and Crawford? Who is this Laura versus, what is, what is this pay-per-view? What is it, Laura versus uh, Hami? What was it, Hami McGee? It's a dumb pay-per-view coming up. A very dumb, nobody wants to see it at all. I think it's like Laura and, um, yeah, Hami McGee. I, I mean, like, who wants to see that? None of them have a profile. You got one fighter's old from Puerto Rico, from Cuba, I mean who lost big fights. Then you have Hami McGill, who had a few years to kind of break the mold to be the a guy to be like David Benavidez, at least, or be a, uh, uh, like, be something. Be a Terrence Crawford, you know, take take steps to be better than Jamel, at least. He hadn't even done that. But we got to pay for that? They can't just come on TV so we can just check it out? You know, people are not realizing that that helps so much to have a story, to have something to go with your, your meat and potatoes because we know the sport of boxing. We know how it goes, but we want to know just, 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 I mean, your backstory or is there any type of animosity between you and your opponent? Y'all just meeting? Did y'all meeting? You said, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's what people don't understand what Floyd Money Mayweather did when he changed that moniker to money from pretty boy to money. When he went from pretty boy to money, it was like, after the second Castillo fight, he was having hand problems. You know, he had a, you know, fight with mad messed up hands from six round on. I mean, he had shoulder problems because of the compensation of that. I mean, like some, some, some serious issues of being pretty boy Floyd, knocking people the hell out, you know, going crazy, throwing hard punches, staying in the pocket. He said, I'm going to be so much better than this. And he turned himself into Money Mayweather and he started talking shit and he started beating people in a totally different way. He knew not to get hit and how to hit. And when you became that person 
If he would have became that guy without any single, I don't know, uh, just, uh, you know, he's a good fighter. I'm going to go out there and do what I do. You know, uh, you know I, I'm just, you know, my, my, my team's going to do what's best for me. And I'm just going out here just knocking them down as they set them up. Or, you know, I'm just humble in this situation. You know, uh, blessed to be a good fighter. Um, you know, anything for me is, you know, just a just a bonus. That, stuff like that. But when he was, I'm the best fighter in the world. And I don't give a damn. Brash, cocky. Dawson Delahoy don't want none of me. Shane Mosey. People remember that. People remember him sitting there saying, Zab Jude ain't ready for me. People don't remember him and uh, Brian Kelly on, on ESPN where he had to get him straight. You know what I'm saying? People don't remember that. You know, people don't remember um, him leaving top rank and, and becoming his own Richard Schaefer, Leonard Ellerby, Al Heyman, all seeing that this guy right here is special. Great idea. Great idea. My name is Floyd. My name is Floyd Money Mayweather. When that video came out, him passing out that money in that ring and that suit on, yeah, I said, well, I said, interesting. Money Mayweather. I was laughing. I said, that's funny. He, he throwing money now. It's, he's the money man. People are, oh, he burning money in the strip club. All part of the show. I'm just, just getting haters and fans. People want to see me lose. People want to see me win. I'll take them all on. And that's what he did. Build your profile. Ryan Garcia, body bag challenge or body shot challenge, speed bag disc, cobra bag disc, stuff like that. It turns into a fanfare. He's doing TikToks. Not a bad looking guy. So all those things adds up to where you got demographic of ages of uh, of, of being like a almost kind of like a Disney star then turn into a YouTube star and then you're a boxer too it's almost like the kid from the Euphoria you know, who, who was on the movie uh, Samaritan he's a boxer now he's a boxer he was an actor He was a, now he has a profile so now if he gets famous and wins some fights he has a profile people remember from Euphoria he's going to have Euphoria fans he's going to have all these things where people will be like wow like okay okay Profile. Like like Salt Poppy, for example. Salt Poppy. I hate the, the you know the, the two defeats he's you know faced in the last two fights. Fights some real good competition. And I like how the Misfits boxing is taking over the whole Kingpin thing. I'm liking that whole setup. Because it's not celebrity boxing. You have a guy who really worked his ass off to get into the type of shape and to look the way he wanted to look to be um, you know, real, 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 real popular in this whole scene. And people love Saul Poppy. People still do. I saw a post where he was, you know, people like, don't give up and come back. You keep boxing. That's the type of profile you need. And you have professional elite guys who can beat the brakes off of Saul Poppy. Slim. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the one, the, the, the uh, Taylor. The one who beat Saul Poppy in two fights ago. They got better profiles than people like Shakur Stevenson. Frank Martin. Keyshawn Davis, better profiles than a David Benavidez, Demetrius Andre, people did better than Regis Prograce. Better profiles because they go out and show their face. They go out and do things. Sean O'Malley, 
goes viral every other week. I'm not sitting there saying go out there and rob a bank. I'm not saying do stupid shit. I'm not saying have a Karen go off on you. I'm not saying do things to be where people are like, oh, God. Like, but you got to sell yourself, man. You got to sell yourself. I mean, Ryan Garcia did a body, bag, uh, the body shot challenge with people that people had profile. Period. He didn't go and just get his cousins or his former partner over here with no name. He went and got people that had a name. Hey, put this on real quick. They're like, who is that doing that to that guy? Why is he? Who's that doing that to him? Wait a second, is that? Then next thing you know, this Ryan Garcia guy's pretty cool. If the facto, build a profile. Then next thing you know, million pay-per-view buys, Ryan Garcia versus Tank. If Ryan Garcia didn't have that, 400 buys. 400,000 buys, easy. Easy 400,000 buys. But the fact that Ryan Garcia has that profile, million buys. I mean, proof's in the pudding. Floyd Mayweather showed it. He built a unique profile and made a hundred to three hundred million dollars in one fights man took conor mcgregor out the octagon and made him a hundred million dollars <laughs> the profile man it's all about the profile it's all about these people out here wilder was like i said wilder was doing it wilder was was making it until he went on the breakfast club and said he wanted to kill somebody in the ring that, i mean that's like Manny Pacquiao, same thing building the profile man in the philippines running for office da 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 said something about gays Cool off, cool off, cool off. You know, you can be in the UFC and say that you want to, like, you know, those guys don't care because the UFC is famous. The UFC is popular. The fighters are popular from the fights. You got guys like Shabmayev be like, yeah, I, I want to kill the guy in the, in the cage. It just comes off different. I don't know. For some reason that no boxers really said they wanted to kill you in the ring. I didn't really hear that at a time where... You didn't hear Sugar Ray Leonard saying that a bunch of times. You didn't hear a bunch of times from Robert Duran. You know, he might have said it, but he ain't promoted that way. I think I think that was something that, I mean, even even the referee told Caleb Plant to chill. He was digging dirt on uh, Darrell. So, I mean, like, there's a certain type of class, this panache with boxing where you don't want to go too far. Because there has been deaths inside the ring. There has been people that died from complications after a boxing match. There have people that lost, just, you know, been dis- disabled. From boxing. So there's a certain level that you you know you want to have, but you don't want to go that far. You know, you can say, man, I'm willing to die in there. I think people, you know, don't go too crazy on that. People are like, man, I'm, I'm, I, I die in that ring. I'm, I'm standing on my own, too. Or I'm, I, I, die, I die on the shield. Meaning the sword's gone. Got the shield left. I die with it. Let's go. Um... You don't have fighters doing that today. You don't have fighters doing the least to try to make themselves known. When Sean O'Malley said he didn't know Shakur Stevenson, you're like, damn, man. Damn. But he knows Tank. Of course he knows Tank. You know, Francis Nagato, like, he's the most known boxer right now other than Jake Paul. Canelo. Now you got Terrence Crawford. People were just kind of cooled off some. That was back in July. You don't hear a lot of people like, uh, Terrence Crawford is Terrence Crawford that no more. He did his Good Morning America. He had his little 30 minutes of fame. And now he's back to being Terrence Crawford. Now, 
Terrence Crawford, the undisputed two undisputed time champion, the man who beat Errol Spence. I'm not saying that he's not a nobody. I'm not saying that he's a bum. I'm not. He doesn't have the profile because even his former promoter Bob Arum, as great as Terrence is, we he not. I'm not making money off of him. That's a little bit to his problem because you are not promoting your fighter the way you probably should. But if you did and you still ain't making money, then hey, maybe what do I know? But when you became, uh, you know, ESPN's liaison for boxing and to put together fights, um, I think one of the earlier things he could have did was hook up Terrence Crawford in the sense of making him have that profile, which... I'm going to sit there and say, it wasn't like that he didn't try. Because you mean to tell me that Bob Arum didn't have nothing to do with Terrence Crawford being pregame with the Green Bay Packers a few seasons ago, and nobody cared. Nobody knew who he was. But I bet before that, if he would have did something with Aaron Rodgers or got to meet him or got to do a little sit-down, did a little 10-minute thing, question A, him asking questions, something like that, you know, a little something, a little sparring section, session with some of the top guys in the Green Bay team or do things slowly, I fumbled it. They just put Terrence Crawford pregame and put his name on it there. People were like, who the fuck is this? I'm a Packer fan. I'm Terrence Crawford. They should have let that fester for about a good year let him be around and build a relationship with maybe Aaron Rodgers or something like that. And then, because I, 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 it was funny. He's from Omaha, Nebraska. It's not from freaking Chicago. It's Las Vegas, LA, New York. He's from Omaha. Like, come on, man. Floyd is from freaking uh, 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 Lansing, Michigan. These motherfuckers ain't from nowhere, but he made the profile to where he's a Las Vegas resident. He got everything he need, residential places, every goddamn place in the freaking world he want. But he made the profile to do it. He was just going to be on undercards, pay-per-views. That was Floyd. Getting told no by Shane and all those guys until he took the necessary step. He took the fight with Toro Gotti, beat the shit out of him, and he became Money Mayweather. Harold Spence. Nah, it's just fight the next guy. Probably just want to fight Keith Thurman. That's pretty fight all he wanted to fight at the time with Keith Thurman. That's the only fight I fight at the time. It's your fault. Your window of making that profile, doing things of, you know, could have fought some guys and knocked them out pretty bad, and and you know he could have he could have fought. You know, I ain't sitting there saying that fighting trash cans is all great. But it's not bad, super bad, because a couple of those wins can give you uh, a little bit of confidence into where you can like hit, have a new spiel, you can do different things. He looked at it like, man, this shit hard. I'm gonna go and just and start drinking and partying, and people might fuck with me then, thinking that uh, a certain crowd is gonna rock with him because he's sitting there in the club on him, and it backfired. Car wreck happened, and then everybody like, man, this nigga crazy. And I was saying at that time, at that time, it was like he, you know, Charlo's hanging out with them Charlos like that, and they, you know, had some rumors about themselves, and you know, some of them went far off, and it was just kind of like, man, you could be making your profile right now. You out here trading body shots with a unknown fat dude. 
Here, Ryan Garcia doing body shot challenges with superstars in Hollywood, other sports, you know, comedians. You know, stuff to get people to click. Not everybody's in there clicking on Errol Spence hitting body shots with a random fat nigga in the, on the sidewalk. Except <laughs> me, the hardcore guy. Hey, man, look at Terrence Carter right here. People are like, who's that? Who is that? Oh, okay. Me, I'm like, man, this is fire. This is cool. You got to understand the difference of hardcore and a casual. Casuals need something. Casuals need something. They need something. Tyson Fury brought him that. Wilder, like I said. Now, look at somebody like Alexander Usyk, who's wanting to fight Tyson Fury really badly. No profile. Olympian, undisputed champion at cruiserweight. Hell, he's a patriot for crying out loud. We'll throw that in there. He beat Anthony Joshua not once, but twice. Still no profile. Why? He only speaks English. He's never fought in America. He doesn't come over here. He does not have the world looking at him. Even overseas, he doesn't have the type of fanfare that an Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury. Hell, I'm willing to say so, Poppy. Jake Paul doesn't have it. Why? Because it's hard. It's tough, man. It's tough to do things out of your norm. You know, Keith Thurman, somebody like him, you know, beats by somebody can say, well, he's probably one of the best welterweights ever do it because he made a profile at a time where he was whooping ass. Now, it might not have been the best names in the world, but profile he even started making it. Don't duck me, son. Don't duck me. Showing up, giving people lessons at media days, giving people extra time, you know, being the smile. And, and you know, he was always willing to, to, to do interviews. And, and, and that's building a profile. You guys, these guys like, oh, I'm talking, I'm just do fight hype. I just do fight hype. Build the sport, build your profile, build yourself. Be a better professional boxer. Look at these UFC guys, man, out here trying. I mean, Volkanovski doing a little commercials here and there. Volkanovski? Adesanya? These guys are more namely known than Shakur Stevenson. Are you kidding me? Got better names than a Jared Anderson. Are you kidding me? I mean, I've seen a guy, Oshaki Foster, who was in a rocky, sock, rock and sock and type fight in a sense of where he was in trouble. This fighter's joke, last round, heroics, he gets the knockout. Nobody's talking about Oshaki Foster. Why? Because Oshaki Foster probably went home and just chilled instead of, you know, build something. Something cat. It don't even have to be about boxing. You can just sit there and just make yourself something known, noticeable, something. It just doesn't happen because like I started off at the top of this episode when I said that accolades are easy to compile in boxing that don't mean shit sometimes. Terrence Crawford's 140-pound reign don't mean a damn to me. Now, I ain't trying to poop on him. It might mean a lot to him, but it don't mean shit to me because who'd he fight? That's why when somebody said Keith Thurman, you look at his run at 147, that was better than Keith Thurman. It's better than uh, 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 Terrence Crawford. Just Terrence Crawford wasn't scared to fight Errol Spence. That's where that becomes Keith Thurman's fault. But 
building up the resume, knowing the tough fights he fought. He like, God, I need a break before I fight Earl Man. But he took too long of a break. He got too woke. He got too civilized. And then the wheels came falling off. It happens sometimes. It happens. Mickey said it best on Rocky Three. But hey, like I said, we got boxing coming up, and hopefully somebody like a Shakur might hear this. Mike can sit there and see where John O'Malley, like, who the hell is this guy? Do something better, you know? Don't just do something better than play a basketball one-on-one with Jared Anderson. Do something better than, you know, getting on Twitter and talking shit to the top guys in boxing. Like, you're going to have to do something better, you know? Pull up to an NBA game, man. Like, go out there and shoot a three. <laughs> I don't know. Do something where people be like, man, Shakur Stevenson. Do it positive, though. Don't do nothing stupid. Get yourself in jail or nothing like that. But do something positive to build your profile, young boxers. Frank Martin said no to Shakur. I ain't heard his name since. Demetrius Andre went through years and years and years and years and years of his career. And now he's got the biggest fight in his life. And he's fighting somebody that doesn't have that profile. And he don't have it either. He just has the Mexican monster, David Benavidez. That's all it is. And he's a guy that wants to fight Canelo Alvarez. Take a number. Get in line. But the hardcore fans, the Mexican monster, David Benavidez, the truth. Nice. Oh, he's tough to beat. Oh, man, he... Just that casual. You know who David Benavidez is? Nah. Eddie Hearn, matchroom boxing. He made an evasion with Eddie, uh, AJ whenever AJ was building his profile, which it worked. People know who Anthony Joshua is over here. People know who Anthony Joshua is. Even with the losses, they know who Anthony Joshua is. He came over. He went to the Lakers games. He went to Warriors games. He walked through the hood of uh, uh, Miami. Wanted to see this, how, it, how it was. He wanted to see what he saw on social media and things of that nature where back then you didn't have that. You didn't get to see up close of, of projects and the hood and how people live and stuff like that. He wanted to come here and do that. Billy Joe Saunders did the same thing. He just looked retarded doing it. Excuse me. I don't mean to use that word. I hate that I used that. I didn't want to use that. I apologize. But he came over and acted an ass. A complete ass. Some people just do that, man. I say this to say that, like I said, you can do it negatively or you do it positively. And those were the two differences right there. Two guys were from uh, across the pond, came over here, one in a positive way, the other in a negative way. One guy don't get talked about no more. One guy still gets mentioned even though he has some losses on his record. The first person they brought up. Other than Deontay Wilder for Francis Ngannou, Anthony Joshua. Not Jared Anderson. Not Daniel Du Bois. Not, not, not Alexander Usyk, who is in the catbird seat of the unification of the world of heavyweight boxing. You get what I'm saying? So, with this episode, I hope you all understand where I'm coming from. When I'm talking about making a profile, I want pro boxers out there to hear this. I want amateur boxers out there to hear this and say, get off your ass and sell the sport. Because you might end up selling yourself in a good way, too, in that effort. Quit letting people shit on the sport of boxing by just being regular. 
or just by just letting stuff just like slide. You know, these these MMA guys, they don't let a lot of shit slide. They come and they talk their shit and they back it up with uh, people supporting. Now, they might lose the fight, but God damn it, they gonna support. They gonna show their ass. They gonna sit there and talk shit and everything. Boxers don't get that. They don't got a lot of me's out there, a lot of Nestor Gibbs. They don't got a lot of that. You got an Ariel Lining out there riding the fence, but he's really an MMA guy. Stephen A. Smith don't know shit about boxing. They, they try to shut Max Kellerman out. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be that guy for boxing. You got other people out here boxing this, boxing that, boxing this, boxing that, but we are trying to grow the sport. We are doing the best we can, but the boxers got to help us, man. The boxers got to help us. The professional boxer has to help us. It was like uh, the boxing voice from Nestor Gibbs. He sits there and had a, a professional boxer on the line. This man sitting there driving, not realizing that you got millions of people who want to hear you, want to talk to you. But here you, you not understanding that you just need to be in a quiet space so you can talk and get your shit out and you're going about your normal business. The importance of that, man. Now it's like we got there three minutes of this guy and he had to go because the connection was bad. And it's not Nestor's fault. That's just like whenever I, I had uh, I had the trainer of uh, David Ortiz, not David Ortiz, Luis Ortiz, the heavyweight boxer who fought Deontay Wilder twice. Before the first fight of Deontay Wilder, I had his trainer, and I was talking to him. I said, I want to interview your, your, your boxer. I want to interview Luis. And he was like, yeah, you got to have a translator. I got one immediately. It fell through. He didn't answer back. But, hey, I went and I did my due diligence. I was not going to have step. I was ready to go. They didn't respond back. I kept it at that. I kept it at that. I didn't sit there and hound them. I didn't sit there and bad mouth them. Nothing like that. It is what it is. So I'm just saying. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going I'm to say. We already talked about today what fights are coming up here in the rest of the year. It's looking real good. We're talking about you know, building a profile and how Francis Ngannou's name still coming out of people's mouths. People sitting there acting like he didn't made a cult. Uh, people are saying like he won this fight against Tyson Fury or he got cheated. He needs to fight him again. He needs to fight Wilder. He needs to fight Joshua. He needs to stay as a boxer. He could be this and this and that. A 37-year-old man who fought MMA his whole career never really had that type of name until he hammer-fisted the shit out of Stipe Miocic. And now here he is fighting Tyson Fury and knocked him down. And now people can't stop saying Francis, 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 Francis. Build your profile, boxers. Sauce talk. I'm out. Y'all have a good one.